and welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, episode 117 to be specific. As you know, we are the Trash Boys, we get together and we talk everything professional wrestling, sports entertainment from around the world, the good, the bad, the ugly, what we would do better, what we're excited for, what we thought could have been better. From far in between, we are everywhere. And today, we are going to be diving into AEW Full Gear 2022 this Saturday from the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Welcome, everyone. I am Trash Boy Numero Uno, your boy Nick Anaselli, coming to you live from SoCal, doing good. Another week, almost in the books. Happy Thursday, almost Friday. Can't complain. God is great. I'm going to pass it over. Enough about me. It's a trash boy, numero dos. Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, here with you on episode 117. Going to give you our quick thoughts on Dynamite yesterday. Going to give you our thoughts on what's going to happen with this pay-per-view. Uh, how many matches did we say it was? 12, 13? It's already <laughs> long. It's already too long. It's much too long already. But you know what? It's funny because I, I, these, these, it, it's, it's so weird that we want like the WWE pay per views to be shorter, and then when they give us shorter, it's like sometimes you want a little bit more, but they end up kind of being like the perfect amount. But these AEW shows, you look at them on paper, and you're like, oh my god. But bro, I'll tell you when I'm in the theater, bro, and I'm watching this fucking show, it's like. Uh, every match is just fucking always exciting. It's always it's always fun, bro. I, there's never a lull for not for me at least. Yeah, um, not for me. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Besides that little soliloquy, I want I jumped into there for some reason. Uh, everything's cool, man. Everything's good, man. God is good all the time. I got some fantastic news today that my uh, loans were forgiven from. I had some school loans. I got a letter from fucking Department of Education. Them shits are getting wiped. Let's uh, go. Couldn't have. I couldn't have. That was a super unexpected email. It was. Uh, it was pretty fucking cool. And actually, I might even get some money back because I've been paying that loan. And yeah. they they say at the bottom of the the email, they're like, "Oh, if you've paid on this loan, you know, we have your records here. Blah blah blah. We'll let you know. You know, whatever." So. Nothing, nothing better than some free money. Yeah, give me some fuck. Give me some of that money back. I paid like four grand on that shit. Give that shit to back to me. But um, yeah, man. So you know, we don't want to take up too much of you guys' time. We just want to give you guys a recap of the upcoming show. We're also on Tuesday going to do a um reaction show, and we're going to have our good friend, our trash girl, coming to the show. Top rope squishy. She's going to be joining us on episode 118 of Wrestling is Trash to go over everything that has transpired on this show. So, as far as Dynamite, Nick, mm -hmm. I know you were watching some clips there, kind of refreshing it. I was doing the same because I kind of was in and out yesterday. Um, I didn't really think it was too much of an eventful show, mm -hmm. but there were some really good things on the show. Yes, uh, our boy Bandito. Oh. Did his thing. That was big. Um, I liked uh, kind of the the finish with Jericho getting pinned. You know, you don't the champ usually. You know, taking that pin right before the big show. What could that mean? Mm -hmm. uh, the MJF promo that happened. I know. I think some on air, but mostly off air. So I would say not the strongest go home show, but still a good 
show a dynamite. I could probably count on maybe two hands if I had to really think about it. How many bad episodes of Dynamite I've watched overall, you know what I mean, in three years. So yeah. can't complain about it too much, though. Can't complain at all. Yeah, I think some of the highlights for me of last night was uh, the Wardlow, Samoa Joe, um, Powerhouse Hobbs segment. Even though it kind of got a little corny at the end. I never understand that shit, like how people could get jumped like at ringside, like there could always be like interference in matches and people doing shit that they're not supposed to be doing. But as soon as like Wardlow interferes, like starts beefing with somebody, they send the whole fucking locker room out to like, yeah. stop them from fighting. Like I never understand that shit. But uh, <laughs> I thought that was great. I thought his swans on over the top rope was fucking phenomenal. What I really enjoyed about that segment was Joe. Joe, Joe. He went off. Man, those promos, man. He has such a he has such a way about him, and he's such a he's such a. I'm so happy that he's still like here doing his thing, bro. I'm glad that he's actually gonna be on the show and and you know participating in a good feud because just the way he 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 got in Shivani's face and he was just like, you know, you remind me of uh, my friend Paul, and I had interactions with him, and I hope that this one goes better. And you just see Tony's kind of backing up, like, oh fuck, like, hey Joe, listen, bro. Uh I'm gonna uh-huh. interview, you, bro. I don't want no fucking beef. I don't want none of that. So that I just enjoy all those little things like that that you get in matches. Um that trios match was fucking great. Yes. That was a great trios match, dude. Um I um, you know, I will say I'm a little disappointed at what they decided to do with the elite there, because they've been kind of like playing these hype up videos for the elite coming back and then they just put up a graphic that's like hey guess what that triangle you're gonna be facing the elite at the pay-per-view and it's just kind of like yeah i think like i'd rather would have even like as we say sometimes like the worst kept secrets as we said on the show like cody rhodes and cm punk like i would have loved like either Hey, you, that triangle, you're going to face a mystery trio or you're going to face this trio and they get beat up backstage and the elite comes out or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. it was crazy because we, we've hyped on the show. The vignettes were great. And then like, that's the delivery. Now, yeah. granted, the match is probably going to be phenomenal, but the way you delivered the match is like, oh, match card. Like what? Yeah, man, it's uh. We'll get into I'll get into a little more detail about like some of that those booking decisions when we talk about the pay-per-view later. Mm-hmm. But I just I just thought it kind of fell flat for me a little bit. And the promo between um the promo at the end of the show I thought was great. Um yeah. I have some thoughts about that main event that uh I want to get into. I kind of like I want to talk about it all now. It's like I'm, I'm like genuinely excited about this show. I, there seems to be a lot of people online saying that this show is like not very like they don't seem to they're not excited for the show for some reason. Yeah. So and I guess I wouldn't say I'm one of them because there's only four pay-per-views a year. I'm always going to be excited. You know what I mean? Like I get excited for the WWEs and they do one once a month. So obviously I'm going to be excited when AEW does it. But something with the build for this, I don't want to say has been bad. Like, for the whole pay-per-view. Because bad's like an insult. If something was weird. Something was different. I don't know if it's because for most of it, like, there was that lingering drama BS yep. that was taking it away. I want to see maybe that can equivalent to it. Because I don't want to be here and be like, oh, the build-up's been horrible. Because, like, it's not. And if the build-up was horrible, I wouldn't be excited to watch it Saturday. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think 
A lot of people are saying, from what I'm reading, I want to know what you're seeing. I'm seeing that people are saying, like, kind of complimenting, but a knock at the same time, like, this is the worst build to an AEW pay-per-view. Which, I don't know if it's been one of the worst builds to a pay-per-view they've done. Yeah, like, I mean... Honestly, I don't think it's as bad as what people are saying. I mean, yeah, people are just saying that for some reason it's just, there's not there's not excitement to this show. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, worst kept secret in the world with everything that happened john moxley was supposed to go on vacation mm -hmm. and it seems like this he's gonna lose like it pretty much everyone knows he's gonna lose the main event oh god if he doesn't i don't know yeah and it kind of and i think that's the main complaint that a lot of people kind of feel like well fuck, we already know what's gonna happen and it's, it's like kind of like lose. yeah it's kind of like what punk and hangman or even recently too with like brock and roman like yeah I don't, I don't like when the title matches the big title is so obvious yeah yeah because yeah, like, that's the thing about it i want that mystery i want to know what's gonna you know yeah mm -hmm. the match can be fantastic but i mean if i kind of already know what where they're going for the outcome here it's a little anticlimactic but i think that's what people are mostly kind of poo-pooing the show about but i'll say this the last time I felt like the buildup for a pay-per-view was not great for AEW was Forbidden Door. And that delivered probably top three pay-per-view this year for me. Yeah, that delivered. I still, I really, I really, really, really want to rewatch that. I just don't want to pay $50 to do it. But uh, I really want to fucking rewatch that show because I really enjoyed that goddamn show. Um, I'm actually paying the 50. I don't know. If, so tomorrow I have like our military ball where we dress up, get all fancy, but like it always ends up being a party and I know I'm going to get hammered and I know I'm going to be hungover Saturday. And this is the only time I'll bitch about an AEW like runtime really for the most part. Like it sucks sometimes, but man, I'm not trying to sit in a movie theater hungover for like four yeah. hours. Set up. I want to be yeah. on my couch. I want yeah, to I get that. So for once, yeah, I'm going to usually I try to stream it, but and this is like, here's where a compliment where I usually I just try to stream it, but I'm like, you know what, man? Like, I'm just going to buy it. I want to make sure I see it. I don't want to have the circle yeah. spinning during the match, you know? Yeah, man. It's like, if, if I, like, I enjoy going to the theater because I honestly, right now I have no life. So it, for me, it works. Like it's my friend, my friend's birthday was on, I think it was yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. It was his birthday yesterday and they're celebrating this weekend. On, and it's on Saturday. Of course, they decided to celebrate on Saturday. I was like, hey, bro, happy birthday, fam. But I ain't going to make it, bro. <laughs> I have yeah, like, I, I already bought tickets. And then it's funny because, like, I get shit for it. But it's because it's wrestling. Like, you know what I'm saying? You tell mm -hmm. you tell these general population earthlings that you watch wrestling and they look at you strange and shit. But it's like, bro, if I didn't have the theater option i would most definitely pay because i want to yeah. watch it on my big tv with a nice crispy i don't want to have to worry about buffering and pop-ups and all yeah. this other silliness so hell to, yeah, your, to, your, to your situation what i tell people is like oh you're telling me you can't just skip that i'm like would you skip your favorite team's playoff game i don't say super yeah. bowl but you know what i mean but do you want to watch your favorite team super, uh, playoff game the day after they won or lost when you already know the result? No, it's yeah. not. I've done it before, and it's not the same versus watching live. Yeah, first of all, first first things first, thank God for Saturday pay-per-views, bro. 
whoever decided that that's the new move that's that is the greatest shit ever because i even because i just started this new job of course like I've, i've mentioned before i get up at four in the morning so that i could get up get my shit ready and go so i was already thinking when i was gonna i went to buy the tickets i was like fuck man i i like when I went to go put the tickets in the cart on the app, I was like, oh, my God, these shows end at fucking 1215. Then I got to drive home. I get home like 1230. I'm going to take a shot. It's going to be one o'clock. I got to get up three hours late and go to fucking work. And I was like, oh, wait, it's on Saturday. What? Yeah. That shit is the move, kid. That's that's the greatest That's my shit favorite. Ever. Saturday pay-per-views are the absolute best. I think every pay-per-view besides like one like big show or two big shows a year could be on Sundays because yeah. whatever, but keep the Saturdays, especially for, you know what I mean? Double or nothing or all out Sunday mania Sunday, like keep it as is. Yeah. Cause the, you know, su- Sunday pay-per-views are cool for like that Monday morning water cooler talk. Like when you got your wrestling friends at work and shit like that, you could be like, yo, did you watch last night? Oh my God. But nah, no- nothing beats this Saturday shit, bro. Nothing. No. nothing. Love it. Nothing. Love it. So what you what, what do you think here, bro? Do you think uh, like because I have it the so I copied and pasted the, the card, but I, again we don't know the order of the matches. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if I'm. You know what? Do you have your notes? Do you have something where you could look at your notes app, or is it inconvenient for you to do that yeah. while we're watching? I got my right here because I'm gonna pop what I have into our note. Okay. Here, is this it? Yeah, I think this is it. Sorry, guys, bear with us here. We're still uh, working the kinks out, and I guess maybe we could just go from the bottom up because they do have John Moxley and MJF at the top of this list. So I'm cool with that. It's funny because this first match was the one I actually wanted to wanted. Nice. And I was gonna say I think might start the show. Yeah, it. uh, I wouldn't hate it. That's for sure. All right, so uh, we got our card here pulled up. We don't have anything pulled up for the pre-show. I think there's going to be four matches on the pre-show. I think Eddie Kingston is on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to have the fucking factory and QT Marshall doing something. Um, but I don't have anything on pre-show here, so we're not going to cover that. But we're going to start this off with the match here that I have listed, which is the TNT champion Wardlow defending his belt against Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs in a three-way dance. Again, uh, Joe's promo for this to start it off was tremendous. I think Joe looks in pretty good shape. Um, he seemed to have shed a lot of the kind of, you know, excess weight he had when he first came back because he was when he went came back to NXT after he got fired and rehired. He dude was quite big now he had that match with carrying cross it was not great like it was mm. not good um but he's since then he's you know he's put in work and i think he looks good or he looks like joe you know what i'm saying yeah it looks like him yep and i think it's gonna help him that it's a three-way dance with these two younger guys so he'll be able to like you know what i'm saying catch a little if he gets a little winded he could sit out on the side a little bit or whatever but i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i am going to say that powerhouse Hobbs is going to win the title and i think that it's gonna come down to joe kind of causing wardlow to lose the title um which is gonna lead into wardlow versus joe and i think wardlow is gonna take the roh title off of joe 
That way, Wardlow has a belt, and uh, Hobbs can have now the TNT title, and he can go do his thing. Um, and that's like I'm, I'm, for some reason, booking ahead of the game. But that's why I think Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win because I tend to, for people who don't know, whenever I look at, for some reason, my brain looks at uh, matches in booking sense, not in story sense. So I, I, it just that's just how my brain works. So. Uh, I think Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win. And I, honestly, I'm going to fucking pop hard if he does. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, me, this one, one of the probably top three favorite matches I'm really looking forward to on this card. This is one, I'll be honest, I don't care who wins because I like all three of these guys. This is one of them yeah. triple threats. So, I'm like, anyone wins, I'm cool with. I... I guess out of the three, because I'm a Joe Mark, I want Joe to win mostly. But if I'm betting with the wallet, I think they're going to give it to Wardlow to make him seem like that definite champion. And, like, I guess the, the I don't want to say monster, the big guy of the yeah. company. Um, so I'm going to go with Wardlow. But I think this would be the perfect match to have him lose the title, whether whether he gets pinned or not. A good one to get it off, and with him still being, as people say, protected. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Wardlow, like I said, Joe. But Powerhouse Hobbs, I think in 2022, just has improved so much. You know, Wardlow is obviously he's white hot still, in my opinion. You know, the guys love him, the girls love him, everyone loves them yeah. some Wardlow. So, I and then Joe, everyone's loved Joe since ever. So, with me, it can go wherever, but I'm gonna go with Wardlow retaining. I think they're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with Wardlow retaining, but I want Joe preferably. All right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna just put in a note here you pick Wardlow, I pick, so we're gonna, we're gonna come back to this later, big time. This is actually gonna be really cool when we do this on, yeah, we can see where we went wrong, especially with Squish here. She's super. I know she's going to be pulling for Hobbs on this match. Um, and again, with the year that Hobbs has had, he's been kind of in and off of the on and off of TV. I just feel like it's time for him, bro. It's time for him to have a fucking yeah. title and it's time for him to be carrying something and kind of like getting pushed, bro. It's time because that last time when he was in a on a pay-per-view was where they had not. Was it? Was it? Well, um, I think and Ricky started him, and, him and Keith Lee knocked each other out through the table and like. Yeah. In that um I think it was a casino um that with the for the chip match or whatever the fucking that thing uh, was. So when I saw him in double or nothing, which I don't know what he I don't remember what he did at all out. I think did him and Ricky Starks fight at all out? Uh, I, think, I think he beat Ricky, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. Because then before last, him last and Ricky year. had that great three man, whatever, three team tag match. Them, yeah, uh Lucha Express and uh Swerve right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. So he's put on great matches on every pay per view. Yeah. And oh, you're thinking of the chip uh, from Revolution, the first pay per view. Yeah, right? that's probably been a so, while. But back. think about that. He's three or three with pay per view matches this year, delivering. So let's make it four for four. Yeah, man. It, I would love to see him fucking have the title, bro. I, I I I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. Um. Next up on here, guys, we have uh, Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. So. Oh. Jeff Jarrett just came back into the company like two or three weeks ago, and he's declaring war on AEW. He went right after Darby. Um, him and Jay Lethal are kind of like telling Darby that Sting is holding him back. 
they had like this imitation sting come out and they did this whole thing where they attacked them. Um, this week on Dynamite, Sting, uh, sting and Darby did one of their dramatic black and white driving around promos. Yeah. Uh, which I, I enjoy that kind of shit. I think that shit. Yeah, cool. I don't mind them. Um, you know, usually when we do these shows and there's like a Sting and Darby versus somebody, I'm always like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't, you know, I don't really care. And then the match happens. It delivers. And it fucking Sting jumps off of like uh, the fucking Empire State Building or something. So um, I honestly don't really care who wins this match. But I would think that Darby and Sting are going to win. Um, that's just the feeling that I have. I, re- I think they're just going to end up pulling off the win. Um, I don't yeah. see... Some people think that there's going to be like a Sting and Darby feud kind of thing coming. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I really don't... Honestly, don't really want to see that either. But, you know, I, wrestling I like, is wrestling. Yeah. I, uh, so... This is where I got to make sure I kind of spread the wealth. Like Jeff Jarrett being the company, great for the company, right? Jeff Jarrett, he had that good match. I eat the, well, whatever, the Ric Flair match. I don't want to define that in anything. Yeah. Um, but Jeff Jarrett is just one of them guys I don't want to see on a pay-per-view in 2022. Nothing against the guy. He's a phenomenal person for the business. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to be doing putting his body, body out there like that, you know, at his age or whatever. But... Yeah, this one, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it delivered, and I'll be happy if it's delivered. But I don't care. I'm, a, I, you know, what I mean, I hate using the term bathroom break in general, but I could see this being one where maybe I'm scrolling through Twitter or something like that. You know what I mean? And then yeah. Sting will do something that catches my eye, and then I'll watch like towards the end. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Jared and Lethal. I'm go the okay. opposite view here again. I'm gonna go Jared and. Uh, we thought I could see Jeff Jarrett being like, well, Con, I just got to the company and uh, I'm not losing. <laughs> yeah, I can't lose, pal. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, to piggyback off of your Jeff Jarrett statement, like, again, I, I just, I don't want to say, this is the thing to clarify, too, because we had this discussion in our group chat. Like, I don't have a problem with Jarrett wrestling, you know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with him being in the company. I just don't need him to be the main focus of shit. Like, he's, yeah. if he's talking about doing some invasion angle or whatever, like, I don't want to see that shit. Nah. I don't want to see him bringing in more. What's he going to bring? Bubba Ray fucking Bully Ray and the Aces and Eights and all this old Impact shit. Like, no, I don't want to see that shit, bro. I want to see fucking new people do their shit. And, yeah. you know, Jeff Jarrett can every once in a while pop up and get involved in something. That's fine. But I don't need to see him every week, bro. I really don't. Yeah. 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 I really don't got too much more to say on this one, to be honest. Yeah. Um, just, uh... while, you're, while you're typing, I guess I can start on this one. The next one, we have Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Soraya in her first match, I believe, since the end of 2017. So just about five yeah. years in general. I know either 2017 or early, early 2018. Um, I'm curious to see where this one goes. I got to think Soraya gets the dub. Like, you know what I mean? Coming back and all that. I think this can be a great match. Just like when Brian Danielson first came back. Just like when Edge first came back. 
I am always going to be worried watching this match. You know what I mean? Yep. Especially her because she is so young. I believe she's, I think she's only a couple months older than me. So I believe she just turned 30. So it's like, eh, I worry about her and that take. Um, I don't want to see anything bad happen to her. But I think uh, Britt Baker's a professional. I think she can, you know, help her out because I Britt's probably going to be carrying the match, maybe not physically, but like what we're doing, calling the match, I guess you would say. I think this is going to be a good one, though, honestly, uh, you know, because I don't think Soraya has just been on talk shows and, and whatever since she's gotten hurt. Like, you know, what I mean, she's probably done a few bumps here and there, you know what I mean? And if this one is ugly for sports, whatever reason, I'm not going to be mad because I'm a human and I realize she hasn't done this in five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like when Sting first came back, I think talking to Rob, I was like, man, if this isn't good, like, huh, I'm not going to be mad. The guy, he's whatever. He hasn't done this in years. You know what I mean? So I'm going to go with Soraya, though. I think this could be an, a phenomenal match or it could be an awful match. I just hope everyone walks out healthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little I'm a little concerned and not so much because of the doctor thing, because, hey, look, if she said the doctor's cleared her. Yeah, she's cleared. Like they, they, I'm, I'm gonna assume that everyone's done their due diligence, and doubled and tripled and quadruple checked everything, and made sure that she's okay. So, um, I'm not so much worried about that. I'm just worried about the fact that 2017 was a long fucking time ago, and mm -hmm. you can train and you can run the ring ropes and you can take bumps all you want, but if you're not having regular matches with a person. The, your timing and your stamina and your endurance is going to be all fucked up. So I don't think this match is going to go very long. Um, yeah, I could see like 10 minutes. If that. Yeah. Uh, it was thing like 8 to 10 minutes. I don't. I really don't think this match is going to go long at all. Um, and Sarai's, I'm sure Sarai's going to win because obviously she's, you know, that's another thing. It's like, it's her first match. She's coming back. You really think she's going to lose? Like, yeah, she ain't going to lose, bro. So I could um, see if it was her first time wrestling in AEW coming from actively wrestling in WWE, maybe, but like this is like a return match, you know? Yeah. This is her comeback story. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Got to start. Yeah. It would have been like it would have been like if Punk lost to Darby Allen when he first yeah. came. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's that's a this is a formality, dude. And it's not gonna hurt Britain in any way to lose, and they can just continue their feud from there, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I yeah, I um, don't see being a one and done thing. I just I just hope the same for a good, safe, clean, you know, technically sound. Well, that's, not, that's not the right phrasing either. I don't I need to be technically sound. I just want them to both be safe. That's yeah, it. walk walk out healthy. Yeah, man, for real. Um next up on the list, we have a match I really don't give a shit about, which is Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus. Well, it makes two of us. Yeah, this feud has been going on way too long, dude. And hey. I know that Christian got hurt, so they kind of had to. There's a wrinkle in the plans or whatever. Um, the last time he was on a pay per view, they didn't even have the match. Uh, they played out an angle in a pay per view, which I'm not a big fan of, but they did it anyway. And I understand why they did it because again, Christian got hurt, and that's fine. But um, I just don't like. I really feel like Luchasaurus should ditch the mask. And I mean, unless he doesn't want to, for some reason, he just doesn't want, he just wants to continue to be anonymous and shit. I, I guess that's fine. But I really feel like he should be like a diesel 
Yeah, or, or like a like like you know how Shawn Michaels and and Diesel was his bodyguard for Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like I, I think Luchasaurus should get rid of that mask, put on a nice suit, and be Jericho's muscle. Like, because this is fucking weird that Jericho's walking around with a dude who's a fucking like alien dinosaur wrestler or whatever the fuck he is. Purple hat. Yeah, it's it's just odd. So, um, I mean, I guess I'll pick Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy's, you know. He's got to work his way up to Christian Cage, so yeah, makes sense for him to lose. That that's exactly what I think, man. I think the same thing. I think Jungle Boy wins. I think Christian's gonna be on the outside doing the typical thing, kind of like what you see with the manager. I guess you would say on the outside, causing the distraction, but the face ends up getting the win. But yeah, you know, the only thing I'll give this hope for is the fact that it's a steel cage match, so maybe it will end up being entertaining. Um, but yeah, just this one ain't it for me. I really don't have much more to really say. I'm kind of over the feud like you. I get why it is what it is, but yeah, I'll go with Jungle Boy as well. Yeah, that says we're, we're in a unanimous on that decision for sure. Yeah. So, uh, this next match is, uh, I have problems with this match, and it, it I kind of have problems with how, like, um, Jade Cargill seems to always have the like bathroom break match of the pay-per-view. And I don't understand how they fix that because they've built her up so much as like a unstoppable, just Amazonian goddess that like every match that she has, I've, I've not felt like anyone is going to win. No one. No, I'm like, I've had not felt any of these opponents that she's had on any of these pay-per-views, like even Athena. I was like, nope, it's just, it's not going to happen. I mean, they should have went with Athena for the shock value just because of her finisher, the way her finisher hits. It's like that shit is devastating. So if she could have pulled it off, I would have accepted it. But come on, man, this thing with, with Nyla Rose stealing the belt. And I like Nyla Rose, bro. But her stealing the belt and running around with the championship, calling herself the champion, and yeah, not coming, a coming to the ring with the belt and Jade standing literally like right there, but she doesn't go after her to get her belt. Like I just, I don't care about this. Um, no. Jade. And talking about matches not going long, this shit is not going four minutes. I don't, I don't think four minutes, bro. Once that bell rings. It's it's gonna be over pretty fucking quick, and I think it's gonna be Jade Cargo. Yeah, I think Jade's gonna win. They just gotta get get her better opponents. Uh, the thing I noticed with the TBS title and just Jade, they book it like it's the B title, and I get why they have the AEW Women's title. But for you to finally believe someone's gonna beat Jade, you have to give her a Soraya or a Britt Baker or something. Until then, until then, it's not gonna happen. So I really ain't got much to say on this one, but this next one I have a little bit more. We have uh, the Death Triangle defending the trio's titles against the returning Elite. We had all the vignettes. You know, we were saying um, a little bit earlier, you know, they had the vignettes and then they kind of said, hey, the Elite's fighting them. You know, phenomenal workup, kind of bad delivery we both agreed on of how, like, that uh, this match is happening. But I don't care. Happy they're back. I want to see the elite do great things. I think this has, I think this is going to be match of the night, in my opinion. Um, and then kind of just like Soraya, I think you got to give the elite the actual run with these titles that they were supposed to get. So I'm going with the elite. 
Yeah, man. It's um, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because, it, you know, Death Triangle. I mean, Death Triangle's had a pretty decent run. They've been defending the titles pretty regularly. So <laughs> I don't feel like they're going to be transitional champions if they lose. Um, And I really don't think the Elite are going to go and come back to lose on a pay-per-view. And I think everyone so, knows they are transitional. Everyone who watches AEW knows why. Like, knows yeah. why. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's again, this whole scrum, like. Yeah. And it's this just, this should be the end of it. Saturday yeah, should be it's, official. I, I really feel like, and that's another thing about this show is like, I feel like this show, once it's done, things are going to start to clear back up for AEW. Like, things are going to start to kind of refocus because. Well, after the scrum for this. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll see what happens after that. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be hilarious, too, because I'm going to literally be driving home with the, my phone on my little thing with the scrum on. Because yeah. I'm not missing this shit this year, bro. No, I'm man. watching that shit live again. Um, get a lot of views this time, I bet, on the scrum. Oh, yeah. So you know how up to this point on the pay-per-view, we haven't really mentioned any surprises or any, you know, interference or anything like that. So I think that the Elite are going to win this. And then I think after the match, we're going to see the House of Black come back. Oh, God, I hope. Yeah, I think they're going to come back and they're either going to beat the shit out of the elite or they're just going to kind of do a stare down or something. But I think we're going to see House of Black, bro. I think we're going to see them on this show. And I think we're going to see them right after this match. And honestly, they need to put the belts on them sooner than later. I know, you know, the elite are the technically the first champ. I don't even know if they've did they scrub that from like the records or are they gonna put? I that don't think it's ever even. I don't think it's ever been like even disgusted or anything. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's something they have to figure out. But you know, they can know because I was gonna say they even if they if they just lose their titles to House of Black like at the next show or whatever, they can always say like at least we were the first, even if they yeah. don't have a long run with the titles. You know I think I mean? they still recognize them as the first. Yeah, I would. I would think so. Um, but I definitely see that. Um, I definitely see the House of Black coming back, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be so fucking excited when they do. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, man. So next up on here on the list, we have Chris Jericho defending his ROA World Championship against Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara, and Claudio Castagnoli. I, I can't believe I said that right. <laughs> um. This is an odd, this is a strange one for me because you got basically two tag teams like every like all fighting each other. It's kind of weird, like and and I think that adds to the intrigue of the match mm-hmm. because you know, yeah, I know Sammy loves Chris Jericho, and I know that Danielson and Claudio are like really good friends, but in the heat of the moment, man, in that four-way when an opponent's laying there in the ring and he's unconscious and you got a chance to pin him and become a champion. They ain't no friendship. Like you're going to go for it. So that can lead to a lot of interesting fucking situations in the match. So, um, but you, you know, you had a very salient point that Jericho took the pin on Wednesday. So, you know, usually that doesn't bode well for pay-per-views, but I'm going to go out on another limb and I'm going to pick Brian Danielson. Damn. Same pick. I'm going to pick Danielson. I got same I really- pick. I get why Jericho won it. 
probably the biggest face name value you have. Guy was just on The Masked Singer. Very popular show. Yeah. Um, did very good in my opinion. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you establish it. And in my opinion, some people might hate on me for this. I don't think Brian Danielson's been used to his full potential, I'll say, since he's been there. He hasn't right. won a lot of big matches, things like that. He's huge into Ring of Honor. I think uh, he was saying back in like 2018 when he came back that if they didn't clear him, he was going to try to get clear with ROH because he wanted to go back there. So I think this is Brian yeah. Danielson's time. I think it's he's a perfect person to give the title. Give Jericho a little break because I think he's actually going on a tour soon. Jericho, I could be wrong. Yeah, the cruise is coming up. Yeah, the, the cruise, Jericho cruise is coming up. Too. So, um, I think Brian Danielson though. I think he takes it up here though for that reason. Yeah, and I don't think Danielson hasn't won a belt since he's been in AEW, no. right? Over a year, no, yeah. He, they, he instantly, no belts, went the, he instantly went after the world title, and then after those, because I think he fought Page and Omega. Yeah, the, yeah. And um, after that, yeah, he hasn't been whatever. So that's why I think he needs this win. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to see him win the fucking title. Yeah, I'm just a huge um, fan of him. So it's kind of like more of a support thing. Yeah, and it'd be cool for it'd be really fucking cool for him to for them to launch like the new ROH and to have Danielson be like the champion to start yeah. it off with. That I think that would be super dope. Makes um, sense to an actual ROH guy on like Jericho. Yeah, man, that'd be really cool, dude. I, I really think so. Um, because it's like <laughs> Claudio's gonna win it again. Like, I don't think so. He was, you know, it was great and all, but I don't really think he's gonna win it for a second time. Um, but yeah, that that's that that is uh I'm good with that. I think I'm gonna go with Danielson. I'm gonna stick with that pick. I was thinking about flip-flopping. I I had a little moment there, but I'm gonna stick with Danielson. And then this next one, I'll be honest, I'll only be excited if the person I want wins. This will be a wham poor me moment if I don't get what I want. Tony Storm defending the interim AEW World Champion against Jamie Hayter. And the reason I say that is because we said Thunder Rosa actually, they said today Thunder Rosa might actually get stripped because her injury is worse. Might just make Tony the actual champ. Could go on a rant about that forever. But wow. I, I want to see, I just want Hayter to win the title. I'm pulling for Jamie Hater. Like I said, I'm picking Jamie because I want to stick with Jamie. But if I was betting with the wallet, I'd go Tony. But I want Jamie. I think this would be a perfect shock value one here. Yeah, it's like I, I love Jamie Hater, man. I really, really, really like her a lot. Um, and I, like it's 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 shitty because I would love to see her win, but I really do like Tony Storm also. Um, and if Thunder Rosa is gonna be out longer, God knows how much longer she's gonna be out. She's apparently gonna have surgery or something. Yeah. I, I I really don't know. They need to unif they need to get rid of this interim shit and just make an official champion. Um and as much as I love Hater, I don't think she's ready for that yet. I don't think she's at that place yet where she should be like women's world champion. Like which I see TBS champion, TBS champion, hundred percent, yeah, hundred and ten fucking percent. If if um, Statlander is not going to be able to come back for a while, then she should be the one to dethrone Jade, hundred percent. And I can see her having a nice fucking nice long run with that title. Um, but I don't think that she's quite. I don't think she's been built up enough to 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 be women's champion. Um, 
that's just how I feel, even though I like her a lot. So I'm gonna stick with Tony Storm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm um, stick with Tony. Um, or uh, so one thing I had, I kind of want to go with this next one first, and it's because I want you to maybe understand what I'm saying. Very excited for this next match. Big fan of both tag teams in this match. My raw, I love all the work from the first time they've interacted till now. Still love it every week. But at the same time, I'm over it. And I hmm. want to see something new. But yeah. I love it at the same time. Like, genuinely excited for the match. But I think it's because I mostly want to see Swerve and Keith kind of separate because i want to see swerve start being that dominant heel maybe go after the tnt or aew title i think that's why and keith to either do potentially the same thing or go off on his own so maybe that's why i'm maybe feeling this way yeah. um i think they have a chance to once again put on a match of the night because they've done it every time this is the definition of chemistry you look up chemistry in the um dictionary um you see like these four gentlemen <laughs> Like you see yeah. this, you know what I mean? But I think the way too soon to take it off the acclaimed again. And like I said, I think they're going to go the opposite way with thing. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going with the acclaimed. Yeah, this is the uh, third match in their little rivalry there. Yeah. And I, I think the acclaimed are going to retain. Um, and clean, you know, because they, they, they kind of won the titles with the help of Daddy Ass, which... In 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 the storyline, it's fine because he's so much a part of that team now that it kind of like you know, it kind of made sense for them to do that. <clears throat> I hate seeing quote unquote good guys winning by cheating, but it, it, it made sense when they did it. Um, and I I've said this before; I'll say it a thousand more times. I need to see Swerve versus Kenny Omega. Like, yes, I need that. I need Swerve to be like the top heel in the company. Yeah. And you know, him and Keith Lee, I believe this it's it's it, there's not much else you can do. It's come to an end. It was great. They had a great run, but now they can feud with each other if they want or maybe they'll go their separate ways without feuding, uh, however they want to do it, but I I'm, I'm going to need Swerve to I'm going to need that fucking that that heel work ramped up to like 12 and for him to go on a big singles run because that's gonna be that's gonna be money and a half. That's gonna be big money, dude. Yeah, no, I agree. Swerve is just amazing. I think he's amazing in every way. I can't preach swerve enough. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to yeah, but do you get why I'm saying maybe that? Like maybe it's because that's what I want to see from like everyone involved, you know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, I'm bored of this, where like Uso's profits like 8,000, even though they deliver in every match. I think with this is because I know I can see the character development with both of those two guys and Keith and Swerve, and I want yeah. to see that already. It's kind of like I want it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it just makes sense for them to to have this final blow-off match because they had such two great – such great – Two previous matches were so good that you kind of want to see the final, you know, you know, see the last one and just kind of finalize this feud. Yeah, so exactly. acclaim for me. Um, the next we got the uh, AEW Eliminator Tournament Finals, which I believe they're doing on one of those special episodes of Dynamite in 
December, maybe, I want to say. End of- okay. And okay. One of those ones, I, I apologize for not knowing, but so far we have Ethan Page, who's been on a roll, been on a massive right. roll, versus Brian Cage, who's been on a massive roll, big fans up here, Ricky Starks, who's been on a roll, and then Lance Archer. Um, so I'm going to kind of give a little bit of everything. I So I don't think we're going to see Lance Archer. I don't think he makes it to the finals. Um, so this one I'm going with what I want. I think, and I'm going in the atmosphere of MJF as champion after this, and I'm going to go with MJF. Think fully embracing the heel role after this show, uh, especially after that promo he cut. So crazy, I'm going to go with Brian Cage winning, like being in the finals. Wow. But okay. Ethan Page winning. And I think Page is going to be like a first guy for MJF. Um. Okay. The thing is, so Friday, I think we have two matches. And Friday is Ethan Page versus Brian Cage. And then it's oh, Ricky Starks versus Brian Oh, my bad. Lance I'm Archer. reading that wrong. I apologize. No, yeah. I, okay. So Ethan Page goes over. And he's going to, it's going to be Ethan and Ricky. And I think he yeah. gets the win. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry brain fart. Ethan's going to beat Ricky and Ethan's going to be the first one for MJF. Yeah. And fully embracing that heel role. MJF's the face. It just seems like the lineup to me. Yeah, that's you. You did. That's exactly my thinking. Lance Archer is like Lance Archer is like that dude who's like, hey, bro, I need somebody to be in the tournament, but like you're not going to win. But, you know, there's a think you might be able to win. Who who do I? Oh, Lance Archer, of course, because he only pops up for tournaments. So he really does our battle royals. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be Ethan Page just because of the character work that they've been doing with him and the 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 firm, whatever that shit is called. Yeah. And Um, he's good. Yeah, and and he's good, he's really good. So it's gonna be good for him too, because that's another homegrown dude for AEW that's gonna get like you know some shine, which I'm always a fan of. So I'll go with Ethan. Yeah, um, but and I think Ricky and Ethan could also put on a bang of a match, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big guy. And then um, the main event. I'm going to let you go first here. I'll let you take the – I'm going to let you steer this thing first. All right. Well, so I have thoughts on this, and I won't won't go too long. But obviously, you know, the story of this is that Moxley is supposedly is going to go away or whatever. Everyone's expecting MJF to win this. I I really think Vegas – the betting odds will will probably be – not even worth <laughs> betting against MJF because it's everybody fucking knows the deal here. Mm-hmm. My thing is this: I really feel like um, this whole MJF is a good guy shit is bullshit. I feel like um, MJF is gonna win because William Regal is gonna turn on my Ma- uh, Moxley. What my man said. Yeah, I really feel like that's what they're leading to. Um, I think Regal's gonna go heel. He's gonna join up with MJF. MJF's gonna win the title. He's gonna be a if you thought he was a scumbag before, he is going to be the biggest scumbag of all time now when he gets that fucking belt. Um, and he's gonna have Regal on his side to be like molding him. That forget it, bro. That's gonna be must-see TV, bro. And then you know, they could do an angle at the end of the match where Moxley's all bloodied up or whatever, and that explains what his absence, and then when he comes yeah. back, you know. Is going to be the most gigantic pop of all time when he comes out of that crowd on some random dynamite. 
But uh, yeah, I think that's how it's going to go because I think that's what's going to add the intrigue to the match at the end because everyone's kind of expecting just MJF is going to win and it's as a good guy and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think um, just to throw it out there real quick, same thing, Regal's going to cost it, MJF should be champion. And I think this Ethan Page thing we're saying makes more sense because MJF used to be aligned with the firm. So now you got the firm versus him for the title. I exactly think William Regal is going to be the guy to cost him the match. I think you're going to exactly see blood. We have the same thing here. And the show ended last night with Moxley, MJF, and Regal. Why? Regal is not in that shot for any reason but that, in my opinion. Um. It's the shows in New Jersey. Very, very close to where MJF's from. You know, Moxley, one of our favorite wrestlers of the year. We praise the ground this dude walks on on this yep. show. He deserves the vacation. I feel for some crazy reason, which I don't even think it's going to happen. That's why I'm not. But if some reason Moxley wins, this might legitimately be the first time I'd be like, man, screw you, Tony Khan. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think there would literally be a riot. And I don't think it's going to happen. Like yeah. I said, I think you have a better chance of freaking the Houston Texans coming back and winning the Super Bowl this year. It's just it's not happening. And I know and I know we're just coming up on time here. But let me ask you this. And I know this is not going to happen, but because because I know the dude's still hurt and I know whatever. But did you think that there was any chance of anything CM Punk related happening on this show? I don't think so. And to be honest, I don't think they should. Yeah, I think because if not, well, here's my thing. You have the elite just coming back. Probably. I think they've been and they said uh-huh. backstage in the locker room already. Yeah. And you bring punk back and I feel bringing punk back this soon injury or not. It's kind of like, well, yeah, you brought us back. But you as Dan says, you also brought your shiny new toy back too. I think and- like a year from now would be a good time for something like that. Like you kind of forget about him he says he's not he's retired whatever and you can't but that that in, that involves like such long-term thinking that i don't know if they could pull the only, it off the, honestly the only i'm over punk not in the aspect like we've said on the show if he came out at wwe that first night you'd get a massive pop out of me then if he fought someone good say at a big pay-per-view okay you'll get the pop out of me but that's what it ends like after yeah. that but then i don't want to see him come back to AEW unless it's the feud with kenny omega yeah, yeah, I don't because he's already had a dope feud with MJF, so I wouldn't be mad if that happened. I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck, yeah. punk back. But you, as we've said before, you have it money printed in front of your face. Yeah, I just, I just hate to to think that that whole comeback and everything is just gonna. That's this is how it ends. Like, I just hate to think like that, man. But, I, I, I'm gonna keep a small hope that somehow they 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 figure this shit out. But as we say, how MJF is, he's gonna start the scrum. Because he'll be champion, and he, oh my god, can you imagine? He's gonna say some shit. Like it's gonna oh. be in character, because that's him. But it's gonna be personal too. Like he's gonna say some shit where it's like, yeah, that's just him being MJF. But that's actually MJF being himself. Yeah, bro. If he, which he deserves, he, which he deserves, in my opinion. Oh yeah, if he does what we think he's gonna do here with this heel turn with Rigo and all that, it, that scrum is. Yo, that shit's gonna be must see. Talk about must see TV. You're gonna. I'm have more to excited about that. that than some of the matches on the card. For real, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. I'm gonna be all I, in on that. I wish they would show the scrum on the fucking theater because I would stay and watch that shit if they did. Yeah, oh, that would be so dope. 
I know, dude. It's just going to be like, and sometimes when good things happen on wrestling shows, I go to like an after show podcast and I just sit there and wait till it goes live a thousand percent. The second the screen goes black, just grab my PS controller, switch the YouTube and just sit there and wait until yeah. it goes live. Yeah, man. Not missing it. Because it's nah. usually what, like 15 minutes after the show because you got to think and the champ has to get backstage. Yeah, they got to towel probably, down and do all this stuff and get ready. Yeah, so I'm just happy we're finally – think about that. It's nuts when the first episode aired, I think it was exactly October 2nd, 2019. Within three weeks of that show, you could argue everyone knew MJF's going to be a champ one day. Yeah. Three years later, three years, one month later. If you want to even get technical, what, 13 pay-per-views, something like that later, a little more than 10, happening. So I don't want to say early congrats. But, yeah, but early congrats. Congrats, well deserved. well deserved. Well deserved. Hell the yeah. Trash boys love you and support you. That's absolutely 100%. That boy what deserves any, all what the flowers. What thoughts you in general? Anything? Man, I'm just excited. I, I, I honestly, I feel like I, I, I wish the show was fucking happening now so I could like leave here and just go watch it because it's like I gotta sit here and fucking wait another like two days, but um. Because I, I genuinely have fallen in love with this movie theater, movie watching experience, bro. There's nothing like it. There's all fans are in there. The theater's packed. Everybody's screaming and singing Judas and fucking throwing popcorn. Like, it's fucking, it's hilarious, dude. The people you meet there are just, like, such good fans. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. I can't wait for you to go to your first AEW show. Because if you love that. You know what I mean? I've only been to one. Yes, it was a, a show, a pay-per-view or whatever, but, like, it was just, like, you know what I mean? Like, I loved it instantly. Like, yeah. instantly. Like, I was I- going to go, man. I was going to go to uh, Dynamite where um where uh, Malachi Black, um, when Maybe. Malachi Black first came out, that yes. was I was supposed to go to that. But, dude, I, the person who was going to go with me sold out, and I, it was, like, I have to drive to fucking – ftx arena and then i fucking park and then that shit is gonna be over like at one and then i'm gonna have to drive all the way to fuck i was just like you know what i just fucking sold my tickets dude and i watched it at the house <laughs> just, and then you were like yeah i just i, I didn't want to go through all that mission bro yeah and i feel i've only gone to one show alone and it was literally for it was a smackdown last year um it was only it was 45 minutes from the house and like yeah. i said it, being on the west coast it started at five you know oh I mean? yes, I was home. That's the only That's beautiful. reason. Beautiful. Yeah, it, it was just because everything, and it was one of those super ones. It was actually the Friday Night Wars when they went up against. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did like SmackDown. I think did an extra thirty minutes without commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sasha right, and yeah. Becky had that bang of a match, and then yeah, Brian Danielson fought someone I think from New Japan on that show on YouTube, and I can't. Uh, remember. I think it was uh, wasn't it Suzuki? Was it Suzuki? It might have been, but it I was dope because so. I remember. I'll never forget, dude. Because like, here's my thing. Because I think it happened either during like the dark tapings, like the dark match or whatever, or very in the very beginning, where where I think like Seth was doing a promo on SmackDown, and I'm sitting there like with my phone watching this on YouTube, <laughs> and a guy was sitting behind me. He's like, "You're a big fan, aren't you?" I'm like, I'm not missing this. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I can multitask, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah, yeah. I'll watch the match, like, with my phone up here and the, the other one at the same time, but... Yeah, that's some crazy shit. That's funny, dude. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, so I guess the answer to that, I've only gone to, to one. So I see why you did that. I'd probably do the same thing because I could have one time in Missouri when I first, first moved there, me and Rob weren't even friends. Yet. I was there two weeks. Smackdown was in St. Louis and that's like two hours away. Mm. And, uh, I was like, ah, like I can go like tickets were cheap, but it's like, and at like 10 o'clock, two hour drive back midnight, like same thing. And that's when sting debuted. Oh, yeah, I know. I was beating myself Man, up. In, in wow, my room watching, yeah. So yeah, it just, it'd be that though, sometimes. what are the odds? We both missed out on a debut of like, I guess you would say like a quote unquote, like mystery, dark, evil whatever character too what yeah and i had my homie who like i was gonna meet up with him there he's, he's uh his name is delvin cox he's another fellow oh yeah actor. yeah i know yeah, yeah yeah delvin was fucking he went to that show and he i was talking to him telling him like yo i'm gonna go we'll meet up whatever we'll hang out and shit and i ended up selling him out and he kept fucking hitting me up he's like yo fucking uh alistair black is here what the fuck you i was like yeah. god damn i was like i know i'm watching dude oh i was so mad at myself I just but I didn't feel like going through all that mission, bro. Old man shit. But it'd be like that. But I'm just ready for Saturday. Yeah, man. So I guess we have reached the end of this show. Uh, those are our predictions. We will be back on Tuesday to go over this hopefully very wild show. And hopefully we'll have a lot to talk about. Again, we're going to have our good friend, the trash girl, Top Rope Squishy, joining us to talk about the AW show and um, all the good things. Guys, I am Lou from the BX. I am the host of the Everything Podcast. And uh, thank you guys for joining us once again on Wrestling is Trash. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe on the show. We're going to be hitting up YouTube. We got some videos on there already that you can catch up on if you haven't already. And we're still working out our Apple music situation. Uh, kind of bear with us a little bit while we figure these things out. But um, yeah, man, all the good things, all the wrestles. Pass it over to my boy to close the show out. Follow me at Nick Anselli, but I really don't care about the follows as long as you're watching. But follow us on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash. And as Lou said, follow us on YouTube. Most importantly, let's get that following page up as much as we can at Wrestling is Trash. We're excited for you guys to come back Tuesday to see how Lou and I did. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? What did we like? What did we not like? What did Squishy like? She's doing a prediction show. So make sure you go listen to hers. See her mm -hmm. thoughts. Cram in both of our shows and see out of the three of us who, who did pretty well. But most importantly, thank you guys for listening to us for the past 58 minutes and 42 seconds. Wish you a blast and a great day, night, weekend, evening. And most importantly, enjoy Full Gear. Peace.